I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out with Your Card Out. Alright, a day later than I was saying, but I still got this out within a couple of days of the other one, so not too bad, right? Alright, so for this episode, the game we're going to be listening to is Ernest Evans. Ernest Evans was composed by Matoy Sakuraba. Um, that's a guy who shouldn't need much of an introduction, probably best known for his work on the Tales, Dark Souls, Golden Sun, and... Uh, maybe the Valkyrie Profile in uh, Star Ocean series. My introduction to him personally was Batman Kaido's Eternal Wings in the Lost Ocean. Um, since then, he's definitely become kind of like one of my absolute favorite video game composers. I featured two of his games off the top of my head that he's worked on, um, the aforementioned Batman Kaido's and the other being Soul Feast. He's been in the business since like the late 80s, and he's still churning out the signature uh, bombast music style every year. How he's kept this pace up is kind of beyond me. And as for the game itself, Ernest Evans was developed for both the Genesis and Mega CD. Yes, Mega CD, because it never released outside of um, Japan or Europe, technically, I guess, on the uh, on the Sega CD. So it's the Mega CD um, by Wolf Team. It released in Japan on the Mega CD yeah, first, December 21st, 1991, and would come out in North America sometime in 1992 on the Genesis. I can't find a specific release date for it, but considering the Sega CD came out in North America in October of 1992, I would assume it was just thought more cost-effective to not bother bringing out the that version of it and effectively downgrading it a bit. Better to go with a proven platform for a title that wasn't likely to set the world on fire as far as, as uh, far sales goes. Ernest Evans um, is a side-scrolling action platformer where the titular character has a whip as his main weapon, drawing the inevitable comparisons to Castlevania. I'll tell you from having skimmed through a playthrough of it, it's a much more fast-paced um, game, uh, with Evans moving rather wildly and quickly, I think might be the best way to describe it. I personally kind of much prefer the uh, slower, more deliberate movement style of the uh, Belmonts in the NES Castlevania games to the... Too fast, almost marionette movement animations of Evans. It's also the second in three related games, with the first being El Viento, and the third being Annette Futatabi, who's the player character from El Viento, and she teams up with Ernest Evans for the final outing in the, in that one. Alright, so, rather than delay this any further with any more oddball history with um, a game probably nobody cares about, because, again, um, yeah, my, my selections and who gives a shit about what I like, apparently, um, the first track we're going to be listening to is the opening theme.
I'd say it's a fairly solid way to uh, start out a game. It's a pretty solid opening theme altogether. Personally, my only real complaint with this thing is the uh, weird kind of like clap sounding percussion thing there. Not a, not a big fan of it, but it's throughout this entire soundtrack, so just kind of something I've learned to overlook after a while, but yeah. All right, now, if you're looking for something entirely different from the opening theme, well, the stage one theme is uh, not going to be that because it's very, very, very similar. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit more fast-paced than the uh, opening theme. Anyway, here it is. See what I mean? Not particularly different from the opening theme itself, although it does lack that annoying clapping sound as far as the percussion stuff goes. So I would have to give it to the stage one theme as far as the uh, better of the two tracks there. Just, uh, yeah, if you're going to iterate on something, I guess uh, make it better the second go around. All right, next up is stage two.
oddly a lot slower and more, I don't want to say methodical at times. It almost feels like this belongs on the, um, on the X68000 with a little bit, um, like more of a slower RPG than the, uh, faster action paced, uh, thing that Ernest Evans is. But yeah, I mean, all in all, it's still good stuff. I mean, it's not Matoy Sakuraba is the most bombastic, obviously, but I mean, you know, you, you gotta tone things down occasionally, right? All right, next up is stage three. There are times I think uh, Matoi Sakuraba should pull a Yuzo Koshiro and start composing stuff on the uh, PC-88, like, like Yuzo Koshiro composes on the uh, PC-88. I think uh, um, Matoi Sakuraba should go back to composing on the X-68000 or something like that, because, man, I I really like his stuff on this, like, sound. It just, uh, and I, I know this isn't the X-68000, it's just, you know, the Genesis and the uh, X-68000 kind of share, you know, a similar sounding sound chip so it's just it's just one of those things that i'm like man I, I really dig the way this stuff sounds and i wish he would uh kind of get back to maybe some more action-oriented games occasionally i mean I, I understand uh you know like the tales series is sort of an action rpg but yeah there's just a lot of um there's just a distinct lack of action games that matoi sakuraba does and i kind of wish he would get back to him because like this and soul Feast are some of my favorite well th maybe not this so much but like soul Feast is like one of my favorite things he's done and yeah i really wish he would kind of get back to it so yeah i it just it's just a solid track and really again like you know the the whole thing with the clapping sounding percussion thing like other than not in this one but just in general like other than that like there's like so little about the soundtrack outside of the boss thing that i wasn't a real fan of so we're not including this there's like, not really a whole lot I don't like about the soundtrack, which is why we're including basically everything. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, speaking of everything, next up is Stage 4.
Okay, it pulls back a little bit from the, like, I guess the more action-oriented stuff here. And it, this one has, like, a cool, like, kind of perilous sound to it. And I kind of dig that. Just going with, like, the lower kind of tones for this just really kind of works out pretty well. And, yeah, I mean, again... I think Matsui Sakuraba doesn't get enough credit for his um, breadth of compositions because, you know, again, he's kind of pigeonholed into this like bombastic, almost prog rocky sort of thing. And then you find out like he did stuff like this. And then he also did Dark Souls, which is kind of like a, oh, oh, that is like nothing. I don't want to say nothing, but it does not sound like his usual sort of stuff that it's like, oh, OK, that's kind of astounding that. OK, yeah. So I think uh, I think he's somebody that gets underestimated a little bit or just, um you know, kind of put on a pigeonhole effectively or pigeonholed i guess that would be more of the correct way of putting that i was trying to come up with something else but pigeonhole just sort of kept coming to my mind so i was like okay well how can i transition that without editing around it and i guess i just failed miserably <laughs> that so yeah all right next up is stage five Okay, I like how this one keeps up that sort of perilous theme, um, despite the stupid clapping sound effect there that you just heard again as I'm talking. Um, but it also does kind of get like a little bit more like light and a little bit, I guess, less oppressive sounding. This one, again, it, it doesn't have this thing to it that it's 
like just like overwhelmingly oppressive or um, perilous feeling. It it has that feeling, but then it gives you those like br- like brief moments of reprieve from that, and kind of like lightens the tone up a little bit, just so it doesn't really bring the whole track down and just make you feel like just overwhelmed, I suppose. And I again, this is something I think Matoy Sakuraba does really well, and just does not get enough credit for is that sort of feeling. All right, next up is the Sage Six theme. not really sure of this track's like place in the soundtrack it just sounds a little i mean it mixes in well but there's you know going from the sort of like like i said not oppressive but sort of the oppressive like feel the sound of the last two tracks to this where it's a little bit more light and airy and even has like this weird kind of like little happy breakdown about 20 seconds into it it's just it's a it's an odd duck it might be the it might be the odd duck come to think of it in the soundtrack but you know again it's still good it's just it's a weird one. I would have put this maybe a little bit further or further back, I guess, at this point. I mean, you know, we're more than halfway through this game, and just to have something this kind of light and airy is a little, like, off-putting, I guess, might be the right word for it. It's just, it, it's strange. So, yeah. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and uh, stop worrying about uh, this thing throwing me off, and we'll move on to the Stage 7 theme.
to be completely honest, I'm not a huge fan of the introduction for this track. I like it. Not the introduction so much. I like this track a lot. I don't hate the introduction, but it's just like a little... Mm, I don't know. It just doesn't... I don't think transitions very well into what's there. I mean, you know, it... it it's not so discordant that it just feels off or anything. It's just like, oh, this almost feels like an afterthought almost at times. Like, just going from this, like, like you know, this kind of, like, main line piece of, uh, you know, music and notes, whatever you want to say. Sorry, I'm kind of struggling here. It's a little late in the night at this point, and I've been staring at a computer screen all day trying to get the, the bonus episodes of Rocket With Your Card out, or... No newest bonus episode of Rocket with the Card out uh, picked out as far as music goes, and yeah, maybe I'm just a little tired of looking at the Mac at this point. Um, it's just a strange transition, and then also really sort of emphasizing the uh, that clapping sound that I'm just not a huge fan of from the Sega Genesis. So yeah, I mean, it's just it is what it is. There's not a whole hell of a lot I can do about it, obviously, because I don't compose music. So you know, I'm just here to sort of like share stuff, I suppose, and offer a tiny bit of criticism. Like I've got an ear for stuff, I just don't know that it's a well, no, not so much that I don't know. It's not an educated ear, but I have an ear for stuff, so, yeah. All right, why don't we go ahead and move on to the next one, and that is Stage 8. All I can say is stage eight better be some uh, really small bonus stage or something, because if this plays throughout the whole thing, it's just like, what? why are we doing this? It's it's not bad. It's just really short and not much to as far as a, a loop ability goes. I mean, you know, I know each of these tracks is looped a couple of times um, as we've uh, played them through the podcast, but this one is loop, loops a couple of times and is extremely short. So it's just sort of one of those things of like, yeah. This is, I don't want to say, kind of the mailed-in one, I would kind of wager. But, you know, it feels like maybe when Toy Soccer kind of just was like, Hey, I've got something here. Why don't we just shove this out there? Maybe I should actually go and look at the gameplay itself a little bit further and see what Stage 8 looks like, because, yeah, this piece isn't my favorite. So, all right, moving on. Next one is the Stage 9 theme.
I don't want to say this one kind of feels like an apology for the last one, but this is definitely one of my favorites out of this whole uh, soundtrack, maybe outside of the stage one theme. This is uh, this is right up there with uh, some of my favorite stuff from this album, and, or uh, game, I suppose. Not an album, not technically an album, but yeah, I, I really like this one. It just, it just got this like cool kind of, um, not sweeping, but sort of like a soaring kind of sound to it. I've talked about that before, and hopefully as you as a listener know what the hell I'm talking about when I get there, because if... You know, maybe that's not the best descriptor. At least you know what I mean when I say that just based on the tracks I've said it that about. It just sort of has this like cool kind of like uplifting vibe to it of sorts. Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. And that is the last stage theme. this one feels like a kind of a, I guess the shooter sort of last stage thing of as far as like my my theorem goes with that is just you know you've gotten this far obviously you're pretty good at this game it's still comp- not complicated but you know it's still it's still going to give you a little bit of a challenge but you got to uh, you got to like really kind of put forth some effort and concentrate but you're going to get through this okay it's just got this like cool level of confidence feeling I really like this one okay next up the we're, we're, we're on the tail end here of this thing and that is the last boss theme Yeah, I put the last boss theme in. I didn't like the boss theme, but I like this. So here we go.
Now, this thing utilizes the hell out of the deeper ends as far as the tones go that the uh, Yamaha chip that the Genesis or uh, Sega CD or Mega CD uh, is capable of. It just really, really gets really deep down there. <laughs> it's just about as low as I can go. I used to be able to go deeper when I sang in choir in high school again. Sorry, taken, ladies. <laughs> but yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it's a good, it, it's just, I don't want to say it almost flies in the face of the stage, or the last stage theme, which I think is a nice little way to kind of, yeah, maybe, you know, counteract that feeling of confidence, like, oh, shit, this is, this got real, real quick here, you know, you just go from this, like, okay, I can do this, to just this, again, really deep, sinister sounding tone to it throughout the whole fight, and yeah, it's just, yeah, of course, there's that little bit of a clapping, um, percussion thing to kind of kill the mood just a hair but yeah it's again that's something that we talked about at the beginning of the episode that was going to kind of like yeah bring the mood down just a little bit as far as my love of the soundtrack goes but yeah that's you know it's whatever it is what it is matoy sakuraba worked with what he had so all right next up is the ending theme Again, aside from the weirdo clapping sound, I really like this one. 
it's got that great like like nostalgic sort of like reminiscing feel you know you just finished a big adventure and you're sort of looking back on it fondly and i think this is kind of a cool thing and you know especially with a 10 stage long game like this you know it was probably a pretty long game at the time for a you know side-scrolling platformer so yeah i think it's uh i think it's pretty fitting so okay we are going to do two more quick ones, and that is the continue music and the game over music. But we're going to I'll split it up real quick. So, okay. So, yeah, I should have just said I'm doing the good radio host, Jason. Anyway, here's the continue music. Weirdly um, rueful, I would say. I mean, you know, obviously you died and you need to continue, so it's just sort of this thing of like, yeah, like, things didn't go well, clearly, buddy. Why don't you try again, huh? All right, and for things not going very well at all, here's the game over music. Yeah, really, just letting you know you done fucked up with that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Hell of a way to uh, take this out. I'm not very good at ending these, apparently, because I seem to take out uh, tr- or take us out with tracks that don't really, uh, you know, kind of take you out in a nice, pleasant way. Maybe I should have uh, put in the ending one as sort of that one. But, hey, neither here nor there. It's just the way the uh, soundtrack was uploaded onto a site that I use, and, well, that's what we got. And I just didn't feel like changing them around because, you know, episode planning and stuff. Not my forte, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. And quick little edit there while my stomach growled, so apparently I need to uh, shut up and eat here. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody that listens to this show. Now, I'm not saying I particularly appreciate my patrons a little bit more, but I know y'all listen and I know y'all pay for it. So maybe uh, maybe there's a different level of gratitude <laughs> that I share for you. I know there are people who can't afford it, and that's perfectly understandable because, you know, it's uh, just... The times we live in, you know, with gas prices being $4 a gallon, sometimes you look at a podcast and you're like, you know, $3 or $5 a month for a podcast that I like, or a gallon to get me to and from work once. And it's like, yeah, maybe I'll just do the gallon on gas. I completely understand that. So just listening means a lot to me, and I appreciate that much. But there are certain things I am required to do, and I feel not just obligated to do, but I really just need to do because it means the world to me that these people like financially support the show for whatever reason. And I mean, you know, again, I, I, it means a lot to me and I can't tell you how much I actually do appreciate it. So, all right. So I'm going to skip over saying discord for each of the individual tiers, starting with the $1 tier though, you will get a special hacker alias color on your discord thing, um, or special color on your hacker alias for our discord. Yeah. So if you go to the link in the show notes, you can join in our discord over there. It's fairly, not fairly new, but it's fairly new. So, you know, not a whole lot going on quite yet, but there's, there's a few of us that are active in, in there nearly every day, I would say, but you know, if uh, you want to jump in and, uh, get involved, that's a great way to do it. You know, maybe throw out some suggestions, uh, talk about some video game music or stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. In case I didn't make it clear a second ago, because you know, uh, stomach's growling. So obviously I'm getting a little hungry here. So maybe my brain's not functioning at a high level. It, the higher level that it functions at for what mine does anyway. Um, you For every tier on the Patreon, that is uh, at patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. I know I forgot to plug that. You go over there, you get a special color for each tier for your hacker alias for your, your Discord name there. So I think it's pretty cool. All right, so for the $1 thing, you get that. That's the start off with. The $3 tier, you get the bonus episodes of this show, which happen twice a month. The bonus episodes consist of me going through the games that came out in that half of the month and going back through them in five years increments so the latest episode 
and the one I'm currently working on, I've been staring at a screen all day for, are for 1987, 1992, 1997, 2002, 2007, 2012, and 2017. Now, they, the last one I put up was for the first half of March. The next one that's coming up is for the last half of March. So there's going to be... I'm going to warn you now, that's a big one. Don't feel really mesh with, uh, not mesh so much, but they're just things I've decided I can't really cover on the show myself because everyone else has done them and does it better than I am capable of doing. So I just don't feel like I can add to the conversation. So, but when they pop up on the uh, bonus episodes, I will uh, splurge a little bit. Normally, I try to limit it to like five tracks for each uh, each game and kind of whittle it down from there. Maybe and you know. It, Maybe it turns into a full episode eventually, but for uh, heavy hitters, uh, for we'll just say they're going to rename nameless because I want you to check out the episode. But for heavy hitters, I'll go ahead and uh, break that five track limit most of the time. Sometimes I'll try to limit myself a little bit, I'm a little self restraint, just if the thing's starting to get a little long, like this, uh, like this uh, wind up here with this thing. So the three dollars a month will also get you the bonus segments on my video game movie podcast, Multimedia Failure, and that will basically you get a. Uh, extra portion of the show at the top and back half of it. You'll also get all of the podcasts I do at a higher quality audio rate and a handy catch-all feed. Now, for $5 a month, you will also get a thank you as well as a shout-out on the show as well as all the previous stuff I've mentioned for the other tiers. So, for those people, I have to thank Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, Nathan Cooper, and Michael Hughes. So for $10 a month, you will also get the option to pick a topic for either this podcast, a um, us skipping ahead to a movie and multimedia failure, or a game that we're going to cover for this month's Games and Junk Game Club, or a, a month for Games and Junk Game Club, because, um, you know, normally we have these things kind of booked up a little bit. Um, right now, we're kind of booked up through May at the moment, but if you wanted to jump on, I'd be happy to uh, make sure we hold that spot for you. Actually, we might be booked up through June now that I think about it because we pushed something back that was John's pick and yeah we gotta we gotta get to that but you know we can make it happen don't worry we'll, we'll always willing to sacrifice for you guys so especially if you do $20 which is insane uh and the $20 tier is um you can actually jump on the show with us and Michael Hughes has uh, chosen to do that for uh the last month's game club which was record that he also picked out and for the next episode of Rocket with your card out which is Something I've done before, we'll say, on this show, and he's going to uh, throw in, let's say, his his choices for that, and that should be enough of a hint there. Let's just say it was a good few episodes back, maybe almost halfway back in the catalog at this point. <laughs> and you can also, um, yeah, be on the Games Junk Game Club, this episode, or the, you know, this podcast, or Multimedia Failure. Um, and if for the twenty dollars a month, if you want to have us watch a certain uh, video game movie that we've watched previously that we've already ranked and we might not reconsider a list or where it's ranked, but, you know, we will discuss it with you and maybe you can defend it if you feel so inclined. Or maybe you just want us to watch Street Fighter, the live action movie again, because it's fun and we could really use some fun for that podcast occasionally. That would that would be uh, totally feasible and appreciated, too, if you want to do that. Anyway, uh, that's probably enough rambling for me. So, again, I just want to thank you all for uh, your patronage, your listenage and your um, patient patience is itch with me <laughs> at times with this podcast. I, I know sometimes I will put out a bunch like I am doing uh, in the last week or so, and then I'll go quiet for like a week or two, and then I'll sort of like vomit out another thing. If I had half a brain, I would try to get these like things 
done in advance and maybe staged them out a little bit better. But there's just things that sort of um, kind of come up. And then when I have like, you know, it's been two weeks since an episode came out and it falls on multimedia failures release week. I don't feel like uh, trying to overshadow multimedia failure with that because that's not part of that podcast because, you know, um, that's that's its own special hell that John, uh, Vanessa and I put ourselves through not doing that. So, yeah, I try to uh, I try to parse this one out because, you know, this is the this is the fun podcast. This is the one I really like doing because I love video game music and stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys in a few days. Yes, a few days with uh, guest Michael Hughes. Great. I knew that groove was in your heart.